Welcome. This is Karen Modakaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. Three words I worked extremely hard to never hear from my childhood. Shame on you. Were you ever told that? I remember hearing those words and cringing growing up. I hated those words. As an adult, I forbade it from my language. It wasn't a part of it. I didn't use it. I didn't listen for it. And then Brene Brown happened upon me. She spoke and our stories connected with me and I was drawn in. But then wait a second. Why is she talking about shame? I had spent a lifetime trying to ignore it by not allowing myself to understand it. And here she was talking about it and I was drawn in. I just couldn't leave. This damn shame thing that I tried to outrun, numb, approval whore myself, beat the crap out of myself to stay away from. And here it was in front of me. It was always there. In fact, shame is always with us. The thing was, I didn't even know what I was doing. I didn't realize that I was using this numbing, this approval whoring, or this going gladiator either on those that I loved or on myself as a way of trying to disconnect from shame because I didn't want to own my story. I didn't want to really listen to the messages that shame was telling me. What I know now is I can never outrun shame. I know what shame is. And I understand shame will always be a part of my life. And here's the fantastic news. It's totally okay that shame is a part of my life because we're not meant to not have it. And here is why. First, it's important to understand shame and what it is. Shame is the extremely painful feeling we all try to avoid. And I want you to think about when you think about shame, where do you feel it in your body? We all have different physical sensations. And it's so important to know what your sensations are. Think about it. Pay attention. Notice that I know I get flushed and there's a tightness in my chest and my stomach gets really tight and time seems to slow down as my heart beats really, really fast. Those are my physical symptoms. What are yours? The message that shame tells us is you're not good enough. Who the hell do you think you are? You're too much. You're not smart enough. You're an imposter. You're a fraud. If only people knew. So many other people can do this better. Why can't you be as good as so-and-so? Those are the messages of shame. And in our culture, until Brene came along, We did not talk about shame. Instead, we drank. It was like the elephant in the room. You know, we talk about dysfunctional families. Nobody would talk about the 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 problem in the family or the if there was an alcoholic in the family, nobody would ever talk about it because if we believed if we didn't mention it, it wasn't real, it didn't happen. 
And that's how we've treated shame. We didn't talk about it. And then until Brene Brown came along and now we're talking about it. And I love when I'm watching television and all of a sudden they're starting to talk about shame. I'm like, oh my gosh, here's the influence of Brene's work. It's so awesome. Because the more that we understand shame, the more resilient we can be. And I'm going to talk today about why it's so important to be resilient. Because man, I hated that word. And I hated it because of that feeling that I didn't understand when I was a kid, when I was told shame on you, because shame ultimately means I am bad. And who wants to believe that they're bad? Who wants to believe that they're broken, that there's something wrong with them and nobody else is that way? That's what shame does. And it's highly corrosive. And shame loves secrecy. So we sit here in our shame storms in private, letting it fester and grow and grow and grow. But the thing is that when we can understand shame, it can't be our prisoner anymore. Until then, we are going to outrun, try to outrun shame by numbing, hiding with food or alcohol, numbing with social media, busyness, work, shopping. How do you try to outrun shame? Because I've done it all. The other one is to prove a whore. Let me show you that I'm not an imposter. So let me just people please you to death. And let me just sell myself out and go against my own values. Because if I can get your approval, even though I don't like you or respect you, then I'm going to be okay. See, I'll prove to myself that I'm okay. And then the other one is my favorite is going gladiator, right? Going inner gladiator in ourselves. We're beating the crap out of ourselves. And the stories, man, if people really knew what was going on in your mind and the stuff that you were saying to yourself or the gladiator that we do on going to others, especially it's usually the people that we love the most, right? We puff up, we offload our pain because we are struggling. And the people that we love the most, that creates so much confusion in our relationships because we're offloading our pain. And here's the thing. We don't need to create more shame because we do this. It's about owning our story and loving ourselves in the process. And then you can write a new story. You can change the direction that you go in by being able to see it and own it. But what we want to do instead is we want to be resistant to shame. It's kind of like flame hardened things, flame resistant things like, oh, this can't catch on fire. I can't feel shame. So I'm just going to be resistant to it. Our solution, again, is to numb, to hide away, to give up, to quit, to leave our job because we didn't get the promotion that we wanted. So we're going to run away. The problem is, is that you can't outrun it. And the other problem is, is that you aren't resistant to it. When we try to outrun it, guess what? Shame's within you. It's not something outside. So wherever you go, there it is. And instead of trying to outrun it or to numb it, which will only make it grow and fester, and then that's when you see people sabotage themselves because at some point there becomes a tipping point. So instead of being shame resistant, what we want is to become shame resilient. What does shame resilience mean? It's the ability to feel shame, fall down, and get back up. 
Even with all the talk that we have about fail, fail, fail fast, fail often, it's okay to make mistakes, don't you know? let go of perfection. I always just get so fascinated because my clients are constantly, and these are people that are in the trenches doing the work, they live and breathe the stuff, but we're so highly programmed to not falling down, to being perfect because we want connection, we want belonging, we want to know that we're safe, and we're so afraid of this feeling of shame. We've Being shame resilient means feeling the shame, understanding what it's feeling like in our bodies, falling down and reminding ourselves that we can get up. It's okay to feel shame. It's okay to have negative feelings. Shoot, I interviewed Todd Cashton a couple of years ago, and he has a book about these negative feelings, the upside of the dark side. They're here to give us messages. That's what's fantastic about feeling shame. Being able to feel shame and to know the physical symptoms in your body, to listen to the stories in your head, and they're probably not your voice, but somebody else's, then these stories in your head that are creating the feeling of shame within you, that is the gift that shame brings, but we will not be able to hear it and we will not be able to experience it because we're trying to outrun it. We're trying to disconnect from it. We're trying to numb it. We're whoring ourselves out to somebody else's approval that usually we don't even respect. So here's the thing. Shame is a part of our lives. Shame is a part of everyone's lives. And according to Brene's research, we all feel it. So for you, you may not feel it in certain arenas, but there's going to be an arena you feel it in. Maybe you're really comfortable in your workplace and you don't feel shame there, but maybe as a parent, you feel tremendous shame because you can't figure out why your child is struggling and then you blame it on you being a bad parent. Or maybe as a spouse, you feel really good about that. But then in the workplace, there's problems within your team that you're leading and you blame yourself and you're feeling shame. Or maybe you're high and high achiever and you're so good with all the outside stuff, the credentials, the job titles, the house, but then your finances are a wreck and you're thinking, I'm such a fraud because what's on the outside doesn't match on the inside. Shame is in within us. It's just depending on what arena it is. We, we may be in different arenas, but we're experiencing shame. And remember, shame is the voice of, there's something wrong with you. You're bad. You're not enough. Instead of trying to shield your life from shame, when you feel it, understand the stories it's telling you and question the story. And that will allow you to become shame resilient. And that's what we want. Instead of believing that you should never experience shame, allow yourself to experience the feeling of shame. You're already, it's already there with you. So why not allow yourself to feel it instead of festering, trying to run away from it and numb it and only grow it? If you feel it, it will go away and you can then move through it. So allow yourself to experience the feeling, hear the message that shame is telling you and really question the message. So let's go to that scenario of you have the job, you have the title, you have the spouse, the home, all of that stuff and your finances are a wreck. And you say, oh, I'm such a fraud. If people only knew what a mess my life was, they would know that I'm not worthy. 
That's not true. Your finances are just a wreck. And so it's about money is a math problem. So it's about figuring out the math and doing what you need to do to change the trajectory of it. Right. But we indulge in it and we make it mean that there's something wrong with us because of these shaming messages. So we need to question it. Is it really true that I'm a loser because my finances are in a, in a bad shape? Or is it my finances are in a bad shape? So what can I do? What are the small steps that I can make to eventually lead myself out of there? That's the question. And then that will allow you to really tell yourself the truth and get out of shame. Instead of believing the reason you are feeling shame is because there's something wrong with you. Instead, question this belief and reframe to what is really your truth. Shame resilience is about falling down and getting back up. It's not the easy path that is the one of false pleasures we get from numbing. The shame resilient path is the path of true freedom, empowerment, and the ability to fully show up in our lives. Because you learn, you can feel shame. And here's the thing, you've already been feeling it. You've been just trying to suppress it, but that doesn't work. Because then we add more pain to it with the numbing, the approval, whoring, the gladiating. And when you can learn that you can feel shame and move through it, you realize you are capable. Shame resistant is the ability to not have shame in our lives. That's not possible because it's all around us. You have it. I have it. We all have it. So it's about trying to try to have this occur. We try not to understand it, learn about it or talk about it, which only has it fester and grow. We run from it. We try to hide from it. We whore ourselves out. We beat the crap out of ourselves internally or puff up with those that we love and we go gladiator. And the truth is, we don't really want to be shame resistant. You want to be shame resilient, to have the ability to feel shame and not have it take you down. Imagine you being able to feel shame, know where it is in your body and feel it without jumping out of your skin. Imagine asking shame what it is trying to tell you. Imagine listening to shame's message as a compassionate observer where you're not attached to the message. Imagine questioning if shame's message is true. And you know, it's probably not true. It's definitely not because shame is pretty damning in what it wants you to believe. Imagine reminding yourself what is really true. What is your truth? Imagine living with true beliefs instead of those damning lies you listen to every day. Imagine moving out of shame and into a better feeling state. And here was, here's where I'd like to recommend compassion. Compassion is an antidote of shame. And it's a great one because it's self-kindness. It's common humanity. You're not the only one doing, going through this experience. And it's mindfulness, the ability to understand your thoughts and your feelings and to move through them. That, my friend, is shame resilience. And from this place, you realize you are capable. You can do hard things. And the worst thing that you thought could happen to experience and feel shame is something that you're already feeling and 
being with. So why not feel it, listen and question the messages, and you can actually move through it. It's time to stop trying to be shame resistant and practice being shame resilient. I've given you the steps in the show of how to go about and practice it. For those of you who want help with being shame resilient and becoming enough, I'm on a mission to help you. And in addition to this podcast, one of the things that I've created is my group coaching program, Enough. Because when you believe you are enough, that is the key to love, belonging, connection, and meaningful work. And I'm so excited for what I have in the works this year for you, whether it's new podcasts or the Enough Group Coaching Opportunity and the letters that I have on Sundays to you with love, because we can all use more love in our lives. And for those of you who want the space and structure to do the work and develop enough in your life, I have that Enough Group Coaching Program. And I have another one that's starting in February. So you can go to the link in the show notes and sign up to be the first to know about my Enough Group Coaching Program. I'm smiling big for you. Thank you so much for listening. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting, never been so wide awake.